since the beginning of time, people have looked to the stars to see great combats taking place. Son Goku and Superman. Two such warriors created by writers. Tonight, on pretentious internet theater, we settled the dispute that was put forth two months ago. And they fight. We will have a winner. And my elite audience is going to help me determine a winner once and for all. Thus, using the literature that was written on the internet that was helped to improve all of our lives, we'll be able to settle the disputes that take place on every schoolyard, every anime con, and every form on the internet at once. My name is Andrew Cook, and I'm the only man elite alive to be able to do this and bring this forum to you. Two months ago, I was at home writing my tome, if you paid attention. I have a Christmas episode. You can find my, my show on the Pit Podcast. Um, it's called uh, tinyurl.com slash pitpodcast. You can follow me, of course, on Facebook and on Twitter under Pit Podcast or Pretentious Internet Theater. Two months ago, I was musing over the tomes of which I write, in which I decided to take it upon myself to write some fan fiction. And one such break that I took was I saw that there was a, a video from a company that called themselves Screw Attack. And yes, and they had a, a, the 25th death battle had a fight between Gasson Goku and Superman. And um, granted, this is an anime uh, section of the convention in which they gladly let me speak. But this is primarily a comic book convention, so I figured what better place to have the dispute settled than here. You see, when they had their dispute settled online, they used mathematics, they used science, they used... Uh, the fiction laws, they had experts in it, yet still people complained about the results of the battle, which made no sense to me, because clearly I could see beyond this. I can see beyond good and evil, I can see beyond this, and it's because they were not using literature, which they were both the written form to be able to figure out who would win in a battle, which what I'm going to do today. So... I have some fan fiction here, some of the great literature provided on the internet. And I'm going to I'm going to start off, and then I will have you, the elite audience, read it, and then the final conclusive battle, probably close to about mm, before seven, so the next panel can get in here. I'm going to uh, have the results run through this computer. It's, it's running right now, and it's going to out. So it's who wins the final battle between these two, and it will stop all the debates, stop all the insanity, stop the incessant bickering about power poles and power levels and whatever, and Krypton. Yes, thank you, Naruto fans. I'll see you later. Um, let me start off with a story by a man who was featured on this program a few times, Hans von Hossel, and it is called Dragon Ball Village. <clears throat> All the Dragon Balls would bounce around happy in the village. One day, 
You can all grow up to be strong dragons, say Vegeta, throwing some seeds for the Dragon Balls to eat. Yay, seeds, said the Dragon Balls, and they all take the seeds. Oh no, say Vegeta, not all the seeds. We need them for plants grow. Now, how plants grow? Boo-hoo, say the Dragon Balls. They had made a baby. No more plants for the growing. Suddenly, the plants stopped growing, and pollution made across the planet. Pollution, say Vegeta, as pollution kill all the Dragon Balls. Thank you. Thank you. Now, who would like to read a story? I have various Superman fan fictions and Dragon Ball fan fictions for you to be able to just read and help the outcome of this story. I'll let you choose between the two of them based off titles. Yes, you, member of Team Rocket, come here. What is your name, by the way? I'm Lindsay. Lindsay, come up here. Which would you like to read from, DBZ or Superman? DBZ. DBZ, okay. Well, I've just read um, Dragon Ball Village. Which one would you like to read from here? Mm, pick one for me. Okay, I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick Seigoku. <laughs> Seigoku. Yes. And it is by Team 7 Star, which is three more than Team 4 Star. <laughs> <clears throat> Lindsay, go ahead. Alright, how do you want me to do this? However you feel fit would be able to help. So can I uh, read it in whatever voice I choose? I'm not putting on any sort of voice to be able to read these programs. I just like, like we, my friends... If it, helps, if it helps you get motivated, yes. Okay. <clears throat> Say it, taunted Goku, repeatedly poking his friend Vegeta in the arm. Vegeta rolled his eyes and gritted his teeth attempting to block out the younger Saiyan. Goku, or Kakarot in his eyes, was trying to make the prince of all Saiyans say his earthling name, but Vegeta wouldn't stand for it. Come on, Vegeta, it's easy. Just two syllables. Go, Ku. There, see? I refuse to call you anything but your name. Why, whined Goku? Because that's the name you were given at birth. And just throwing it away would be a complete and utter disgrace to our race, Kakarot, repeated Vegeta, putting extra unnecessary emphasis on the word Kakarot. Fine, Goku huffed, crossing his arms over his chest like a child. Then I'll call you Jita for the rest of your forever. Vegeta sighed. That isn't even proper grammar, you dunce, he said, ignoring Vegeta's grammar lesson. Goku broke Vegeta's arm again. Jita? Jita! G-what? Say it. No. Say it. No. Please? No. Silence. I'll tell Bulma that you have a crush on me, Goku said with a smile. Vegeta whipped around and his eyes widened in shock and disgust. What? Where in the world did you get such an absurd idea like that? And I'll tell her enough of your babbling. I'll say it already. Goku smiled, pleased with his work. Go. Vegeta started. <laughs> he finished loudly, punching Goku rather hard in the stomach and taking off to the skies as fast as he could. Goku stared up at the sky, holding his stomach, even though it didn't hurt that much. <laughs> what else had he expected? Thank you. Thank you. All right. That, that was quite fine. 
Anyone else wish to uh, read one of these fan fiction stories here? All right, go right ahead. Yes, you, sir. I saw his hand first. What is your name? Ryan. Ryan. R. 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 Ryan. Yes. And which would you like to read? Uh, DBZ or Superman? Uh, I'll go to Superman. Superman. Oh, very good. Keeping it even. Yes. Very good. Very. All right. So we have... Uh, which story would you like to read? Oh, boy. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, melons. This sounds like a good one. Oh. Okay. I oh, okay. There you go. Uh, melons, by the way, by Box of Scraps. Hmm. Well, there's no crime today in Metropolis. Superman hovered over the city, looking around with his X-ray vision in case there was anything crime-related going on, or so it seemed. But there is a hot chick down there. Let's just hold in and see some melons. <laughs> Iron Man flew down behind him and hovered there. He quickly tapped Superman on the shoulder, which made him turn around. Hold this. Iron Man placed a piece of kryptonite with super glue in Superman's hands, which weakened him immediately. And because he couldn't get out of his hand, Superman lost his ability to fly and fell down to the street below, crushing a vehicle. My car! I am Iron Man, and shiny rocks can't hurt me. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. That was, that was brilliant. Now you, sir, you wanted to read your name, please? Uh, Mike. Mike, yes. Uh, do you know which, which of the universes you wish to read from? Superman. You're going to Superman, okay. Very good, very good. Now, uh, I, I want to say, uh, based off my work from fanfiction.net, it was a lot easier to find Dragon Ball Z fanfiction than it was to find Superman fanfiction. I think it's one of the top ones. I have never looked for Naruto or Bleach fanfiction, so I wouldn't know. Anyway, <clears throat> which story do you think you'd like to read? Hmm. What happened? Nuts, nuts, nuts? Okay, what happened? Nuts, nuts, nuts. And it is by Comic Fan 616. <clears throat> okay, where are we start? At the beginning. And when you get to the end, stop. <clears throat> My first attempt at a true Drabble flick didn't work out as I'd hope. You can check the story itself, it has 134 words. Mazazipic. <laughs> is my favorite character from the animated series. And the fact that he, played by Gilbert Godfrey, doesn't hurt his character either. Some Maxi went to make his unusual rounds with Superman. Gipsy counted 543, but Max was back before she even finished. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's okay, I usually dub in some background music. Who, who's calling? I've never had this happen. Rowan. Oh, yo, wait. Very good. All right, anyway. <clears throat> Mixie was back before she had finished. Either time. Disclaimer. I don't own Superman-related characters. What happened? Superman. Mixablizzi. Mixablixiated. Mixablixiated, yes. Mixablixiated. Nuts, nuts, nuts. <laughs> I can't even pronounce that. Gipsy heard the giant robot walk past her. Bye, Gipsy. Don't wait up. Miser Pets. 
said from the cockpit as he left and poured it out of the fifth dimension. He re uh, reappeared in the third dimension, dimensional Earth. Come conveniently enough right next to Superman. Hey, Super! He yelled. Superman turned to face the mechanical monstrosity. The back-mounted cannon moved in his direction and fired a stream of green slime-like substance. This makes no sense. Some Superman dodged at the same... Uh, the slime hit the wall behind him. Ms. Something kept spraying the, and Superman kept dodging until he stopped. Mm. Mm, the, that word looked at the wall. He just barely saw the dreaded word. Collapsing. But before he could do anything, he disappeared from sight. Nuts, nuts, nuts. I am not going to pronounce that. Yelled as he reappeared in front of that that person. He pointed a metallic finger at her and said, not a word. Of course, that's just my theory because no one truly know what happened. I don't think we know what just happened. No, it's terrible. Oh, that uh, was... no. Well, um, that was Miss Yes Spitlick, but don't, don't worry about it, yes. Uh, he's, he's one of the comic book forms. You ever read a Superman comic or seen the cartoon? Uh, he's a little impish guy who uh, wins the derby. Yes, I've seen one time in a video game. One time in a video game. In a video Maybe game. it's Justice League. I don't know. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for reading. Yeah. No problem. Anyone, anyone else wish to read one of these stories? I'm going to read. I'm going to read some Dragon Ball Z to to er, even it back up because I did not know how this would turn out. <clears throat> I'm going to read Legnancy of Goku. Justin Price Goku. 52412. By the way, this is by Fading Blade. This warrior, this man, mortal foil, flesh and blood, not wrapped in armor stronger yet, not carried by pride, no, not driven by greed stronger yet, he does not hide, not inside, inside his mind, inside his pride, this warrior, this man, mortal foil, flesh and blood, not wrapped in armor not draped in metals no stronger yet he comes from afar from another planet in all he comes from other worlds he calls the earth his own his home he's a warrior he's a man multiple flesh and blood not wrapped in armor not bound by chains not carried by pride not trapped inside a warrior a man pure of heart lack of sin no stronger warrior no longer man pure of heart lack of sin this warrior this man little fear no head no shining armor no prize reward but his soul is pure, his might, I dare not spite, he a strong warrior, an even prouder man, this warrior, this man, this name by birth, this name regiven, he claims to be human, he, he cannot see, fear his ancestry, fear his blood, saying by birth, human by trade, a warrior by race, no, just human, just free, and stronger yet. Is that a Linkin Park song that I just read? I wasn't. It sounds a lot like a Linkin Park song that I just read. I'm dumbfounded what I just read. Anyway, <clears throat> who else wishes to read some fan fiction that hopefully isn't song fic like that in disguise? 
Yes, go right ahead. Thank you. I was going to say, this is going to be a short panel. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to you. Okay. We have the Superman fanfics and the DBZ fanfics. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's go with the... Um Endearments over in the Dragon Endearments, Ball Z Dragon Ball Z fanfic. Okay. By the way, uh, your name, please. Marika. Marika. Marika, do you do you have a? I see you're wearing a Team Rocket shirt. Do you have any uh, favorite as to who you believe would win the fight between these two warriors? Personally, no, because no? it would depend on the battlefield in which they started. Of course, of course, if Batman fought them. <laughs> um, all right, so it's by Subsurreptitious G X. All right. Endearments. Vegeta saw Bulma leaning against a bay window overlooking the yard and approached. This was as good a time as any to broach the subject of the torture she had put him through. You know, stealing my clothing is not the way to endear yourself to me, Vegeta said. It wasn't stealing, Bulma protested. Your clothing stank. It was beyond repair. I threw away the clothing, Vegeta. You only got stuck with those clothes for one afternoon while I did some shopping. The only reason I did that in the first place was because I didn't have any other clothing laying around here in your size. I swear, that's the only reason. Instead of sounding afraid, she just sounded like she was trying to reason with him. Vegeta hated it when people tried to reason with him. It implied he was being unreasonable. Well, don't do it again, he said. I was merciful this first time. Next time, you will not be so lucky. Bulma rolled her eyes. Yes, Prince Vegeta, I won't have to do it again anyway. I bought you a lot of clothing, those stretchy spandex suits you like, and some underwear. I can't believe you weren't wearing underwear. Underwear is a human thing, Vegeta said. Uh-huh, Bulma said. It's a matter of decency to cover up around here. If I am covered by a layer of clothing, what else, what, for what use do I need underwear, Vegeta said, asked. No one sees it, not that he wasn't wearing the offending item called boxers. He thought it was a strange that the article of clothing was given the same name as the men who wore mitts on their hands and punched each other. Bulma gave him a teasing smile. Someone might see it someday. Vegeta looked at her in disbelief and then sighed, how lewd you are. He turned away, walking toward the backyard. Woman, do you ever stop wasting time thinking of inappropriate things to say? Never, Bulma called cheerfully. Kakarot was crazy to call these people friends. They seemed nothing more than a bunch of perverted, whining weaklings. Thank you. That was that was quite an unusual story. <clears throat> so in in the continuity, when I just said he was so endeared by the fact that they called underwear after people who put mitts on their hands in box. He named his son after it. Okay. <clears throat> Anyone else read to read, read, read some fan fiction? Yeah? You'll, you'll go? Okay. Your name, please? Alex. Alex. Alex, you're the one who said you've been to this two years ago. Okay. Um, did you read then? Huh? Did you read then? Yeah, yeah. You did. Uh, I remember it was because of... Come on up. Alex. Um, I remember it was because of last year's panel, I did my 50th episode, and I was asked if I had read this, this fan fiction called Cupcakes, and, oh, I read it. I read the Cupcakes. You people are sick. <laughs> anyway. 
which one of these stories from this universe would you like to read? We have Superman and DBZ over here. Um, Apparently, a lot of Vegeta stories than I was more than I was expecting. Um, really sure, sure. Let's go with an interesting affair. Oh, okay. I I don't know where this could go. An interesting affair by Feather Spite. Oh, it just has human friendship. Do you know how you pronounce that? Oh, well, see, when when they write something like that, that's um, I'm I'm gonna assume it's Ricky. Okay. Usually, when you see an author in fan fiction write something like that, it's it's their artistry putting <laughs> forth, learning how to pronounce new words, okay, uh, which means similar things than correctly spelling it. Okay. All right. A few days after Reki had come to live with the Leap for a while, claiming that Brainy never let her have fun, the other members of the League witnessed something rather out of place. Wonder Woman, Shayera, Green Lantern, Batman, Jean, and Flash had just returned from Central City after foiling Dr. Light's attempt at robbing the bank. Apparently, he didn't like being terrorized by Raven and Jump City, so he moved. They were met by a comically panicking Superman, who almost looked out of breath. His hair was ruffled from super speeding, and he had a playful grin on his face, something they'd been seeing more of since his interdimensional friend had come to stay. Wonder Woman was the first to recover. Superman, what are you doing? The red and blue hero whipped around, as though startled by their presence. Uh, guys, you're back already. <laughs> Diana, great question. Well, bye. He suddenly took off in the opposite direction. The group was left standing there in a state of WTFness when Recky came into view, holding a bowl of what looked like salad in her left hand and a small chain in her right. She glowered at the floor, then looked up to see the senior league members. You guys seen Clark? Flash pointed down the hallway. The brunette smiled at him. Thank you! She then proceeded down the hall and after a few moments, the others followed after her. Flash slid up beside her and pointed at the bowl. What's that for? Recky turned and grimaced dramatically. You'll see. They walked up to a door that slid open to reveal the main control room, where Superman was frantically trying to hide behind Zatanna. Recky took a deep breath. Damn it, Clarky, I know the sun is technically your battery, I know Kryptonian biology differs from human biology, and I know you hate the taste, but do you need to get the essential, you do need to get the essential amino acids found in plant and vegetational matter. In other words, eat your damn vegetables already! At that, the girl launched herself at Superman, who attempted to flee, only to be stopped as the chain Recky was holding grew in length and wrapped around his legs. But Recky, I don't really like salads. And like you said, my body's different from humans, so Recky cut him off by, stuff of let by stuffing a lettuce leaf in his mouth and sitting on his back. He gagged dramatically on it, and she stuffed another leaf in, following by him bucking her off. He undid the chain clumsily, and as it had a current of Recky's magic running through. He and Recky argued back and forth, making the other members titter and snort until Recky threatened to call Ma and Pop. Superman caved after that, and Recky finally noticed the others in the room. He did the same thing as a kid, too. I chased him halfway to Washington before he stopped, Flash grinned, and turned to Green Arrow, asking if he, if he had recorded the exchange. 
Rucky suddenly and shrieked at Superman, saying he tried to get Zatanna to vanish the veggies and threatened to force feed him. Superman responded by sticking his tongue at her, to which she responded by setting his cape on fire. Somewhere along the line, the Teen Titans, who had taken Dr. Light to jail again, had teleported up to talk to the League and were currently watching the event take place. Beast Boy turned to Robin and spoke excitedly. Dude, can you ask Batman if we can have Recky for a while? End. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, maybe I'm not so versed in comic books as, as much as I'd like to. I don't remember a character named Recky. I, I don't... I don't remember that character. I think that might have been a character... Oh, no! It says in the disclaimer, I don't own J-O-U, I own Recky. Oh, so it was a character's original concept from the author, of course! And a Japanese name, too. <clears throat> that's... No, no, that's quite alright. I'm not blaming you for anything that just happened. Anyway, I think the program is almost finished to determine the battle between Superman and Goku, and answering that once and for all, who would win the battle between the two of them... Here we go. <clears throat> Goku was having a picnic lunch with his friends, the Z-Warriors, the other day. They had enjoyed some fried chicken and french fries and salad. When Vegeta said, I do not like salad because it is not what dwarves eat. Then Goku felt a familiar palace nearby. He had used his fingers, putting them to his temple, and had instant transmissioned off. This must be the battle. Uh, he had instant transmissioned off and had ran into Dioga. Uh, Goku said, Dioga, did you wander off and get lost again? Sorry, yes I did, Goku, I did. I was trying to find the Sawa Tome house and somehow I ended up here. Well, I'll in transmi instant transmission you there just this one last time. But seriously, you have to get Garmin or something. Just then, as Goku was about to do that, he sensed a very strong power signature and looked up in the sky. When he did so, he saw nothing but a bird. Oh, this must be the bat. Finally. He saw nothing but a bird. Then on second glance, he then realized it had the power signature of something similar to a plane. And then he determined it was Superman. All right, here we go. Finally. Now... Goku flew up and saw this man with underwear on the outside of his pants, yes, and then said, Hello, I am Son Goku, the last of the citizens of planet Vegeta, even though there ended up being more people that were Saiyans after that. And Superman said, That's great. I'm Superman, the last of the Kryptonians, who actually ended up not being the last of them and had a lot more Kryptonians after that. Goku said, would you like to fight? And Superman said, I don't. And then as he was about to, Goku leveled him with a haymaker across the face, using his super speed. Superman felt the punch hit his ribs and flew into a mountain and then brushed himself off and flew back up, hitting to Goku with his eye beams. Goku flew into the side of a, a building himself somewhere in Satan City, and then um, levitating himself upward with a golden hue, said, that was good, but now I'm going to put myself with full power. Odd. He then 
went, his hair turned golden blonde, he went Super Saiyan, and then he went off to go fight, um, level another hit at Superman. However, upon looking on closer inspection as he drove his fist towards his head, Superman had moved out of the way, for he had such tremendous speed. Goku, fearing for the worst, decided to go Super Saiyan level 2. Superman grabbed Goku from behind, and then plants his lips right upon his. Goku was so enthralled that his tail sprouted from him like it was in Dragon Ball GT. And then he rubbed his tail along Superman's washboard abs, and Vegeta looked up at them and said, It is as it should be. First they fight, and then they respect each other. The end. Well... Apparently it was not up to the realm of fan fiction to determine who would win the battle between the two of them, and perhaps the real winners are the fans. Or not. Not at all. I don't think there were any winners in this battle. Anyway, thank you for coming to Pretentious Internet Theatre. As always, to remind you, you can follow this program on Facebook at Pretentious Internet Theatre, follow us at The Pit Podcast, or listen to this program more regularly on tinyurl.com slash pitpodcast. I am your host, Andrew Cook, and I'd like to remind you that there is much drama on the internet, but only the best makes pretentious internet theater. Good night, and the pleasure was all yours. That was messed up, wasn't it? (laughs) What? All improv.